0: That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. Today's program is brought to you by Cloud Ride, the first vape juice with flavors created by a James Beard award-winning chef. For more information, visit cloudridevapor.com. Hi, this is Celia Cutcher, host of Animal Instinct, and you are listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. So you don't shun the devil with your rock and roll, Lord knows that country music's gonna save your soul, the brain.
1: Welcome back to the Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Sother Teague. Dude, Sother, actually, I, what have you been up to last week? I haven't seen you. I, I saw you like one on Monday night, yeah, but it, it seems like, like you've a- been really busy. You've been you you did something really kind of foolish, but it seems like it's kind of fun. I I
2: I, I tell people all the time, I operate my life by the Hemingway rule, which is always do sober what you promised while drunk. <laughs>
1: What's the what's the the, so uh, what's the
2: promise I made? No, what, the,
1: there's, a, there's another part of that. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. The last half is that, that, that,
2: that'll teach you to keep your damn mouth shut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's not worked on me yet. Um, yeah, some friends of mine have a very small restaurant in the Lower East Side called Le French Diner. It's French um,
1: for the French.
2: Yes, indeed. Correct. Uh, it's tiny, 21 seats, nine at the bar, and the rest are at three tables. And they told me they were going to close for three weeks to go away for vacation, which is very French. And I was a little drunk, and I proclaimed that that was un-American to a French guy. And um, <laughs> then I rambled on about how it was going to ruin his business and put him under. And I, I said, it's a chalkboard menu. Just give someone the keys and let them run it while you're gone. <laughs> Hell, I'll do it. <laughs> uh, and he called me the next day. So I, he gave me the keys. Uh, this is a guy that I've only known since November. I barely know this guy, and he gave me the keys to his restaurant.
1: That's amazing.
2: <laughs> and so I'm in there every day prepping. Uh, we serve dinner every night at 6 o'clock, um, except Monday is my one day of rest. Uh, and then I also have Amanda Witt in there in the daytime doing kind of a truncated version of what we used to do at a Mori Margo Double Buzz. So she's making coffee and serving beer and wine and some snacks in the daytime. Uh, and It's been just a blast uh, getting it to stretch some old muscles.
1: That's awesome, man.
2: Yeah, I'm having a ton of fun. I can't believe you're and it's, it's, a
1: complete uh, psychopath. But. Yeah, yeah, a little
2: bit. Uh, yeah, I have many other things I should be doing. Um, but this is a lot of fun. It's kind of a break from my normal life. And and the greatest part about it is I left kitchens because I fell in love with the interaction with the guest. This place barely has what I would call a kitchen. It's just a six-burner stove and a, and a small grill, uh, and it's right behind the bar. So I'm still interacting with guests as I'm cooking. It's awesome. And it's been just really... Really fucking awesome. <laughs>
1: nice, man. Well, everyone should so I, go out and check it out, man. It's yeah. in Lower East Side. Le Lower Side. It's
2: 188 Orchard Street. It's Orchard and Houston. Um, it's tiny. We're not taking reservations. Just come as you are. Uh, we'll get you in as quick as we can. Nice. Serve you some nice French-style food. It's, uh, I'm having a blast.
1: Awesome. Well, speaking of interacting with guests, why don't you introduce our guest for today?
2: Today, in studio, we have Kayla Mata, who works with Illegal Mescal. She yeah. uh, bartends up at the new Black Tail. And uh, also does some shifts at Seamstress as well as Bell Shoals, a lady of many parts. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Yeah,
1: Bye. yeah. I got Thanks to go to Blacktail last Wednesday actually after the show, and uh, it was really awesome. It was yeah. a lot of fun.
3: It's a beast. <laughs>
1: yeah, it is. It's pretty crazy. That's like that, like a part of. Manhattan that I I kind of don't think I'd ever been to before.
2: Yeah, you know I went down for friends and family. I was invited over and and uh, uh, week week before Tuesday last, and uh, it's beautiful over there though. Like, the space park. is amazing.
3: Right on the Hudson River. Yeah, looking yes. over Lady Liberty.
1: It sure is, man. It's yeah, it's right there. Yeah, like, you can't get closer unless
2: you're and, right there. And working with a hell of a team, right? That's that's uh, the boys from Dead Rabbit.
3: The boys from Dead Rabbit. Yeah, Sean, Jack. um, Jillian. Jillian's running. Uh, She's our bar director. Uh, Jesse Vita is our uh, bar manager. He's doing a hell of a job. Um, Couldn't ask for a better team. Yeah, awesome. Yeah.
1: You know what, man? Uh, I think it's like, it's it's just a, kind of like, Kind of killing it as far as like locations that no one else would like dare like open a spot. It.
2: Yeah, I mean Dead Rabbit's down in Financial District. This is over in Battery Park, and then they have what's it Green Green River yes, in Chicago, Chicago, which is on the seventeenth floor of a office building and hospital. Yeah, they're like, let's put something in a weird place and make people come. <laughs> <It's> amazing. <laughs> no signage, please.
3: <laughs> yeah, um, it's been a hell of a learning experience with those guys. Um, attention to detail is insane with those goods. Um, But it's every everything from like the way the chairs were made, um, you know, cocktails.
1: I mean, it's ethics. the most cheater bottles I've ever
2: seen in a place.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Like a,
2: uh, <laughs> it's like an <laughs>
1: army of cheater bottles at the ready.
3: Little... <laughs> we're trying to find our little marks of like, oh yeah, that's where the Yuzu is. So like, yeah.
1: But yeah. it must take a long time to get used to. Um, so let's talk about let's talk about mezcal, man.
2: Yeah. So you mystery juice, misunderstood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're a representative with uh, illegal mezcal, which is fucking awesome stuff. Uh, why don't tell us about the brand? I mean, like, because I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think I know much about it. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna say the same.
3: First of all, rude. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, I'm just saying.
1: Like, I, I know I like drinking it. But I, I, you know, like a little backstory would good be good, good, would be story.
3: cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, illegal, uh, illegal mezcal, agave. Um, um, badass juice. We just uh, we produce it um, for for it more to be like agave forward. We don't want it to be in a smoke bomb. Um,
2: Which is what a lot of folks associate with
3: mezcal—that uh, smoky. Yeah, um, it's it's definitely misunderstood in that in that sense. Um, you know, you don't wait eight years for this plant to grow just to overly smoke it. Um, you you want to taste the flavor that the agave is producing, um, and that's and that's exactly what illegal is. Um, yeah, and we you know we have a whole thing going in at Café Nose, which is the reason why we uh, started our brand in the first place, which um, is <laughs> my favorite bar. Um, call me biased, but like, it's my favorite bar. Um, it's in Antigua, Guatemala. And if you look at the back of the bottle, it says like originally produced for Café Nose. Um,
1: Ivy Mix used to work.
3: Yeah, Ivy. Yeah. She, uh, she was actually... She smuggled a few of those bottles over... With John Rexer, which is our owner, and uh, they did it for years until it was finally legal for Guatemala to (laughs) distribute over there. Um, Wow! John originally called his distributor, or yeah, yeah, his distributor, and was like, "I would love to open up an agave bar. Um, What can you get me?" And the guy gave him Don Julio and Jose Cuervo. (laughs) <laughs> and he's wow. like, uh, so I guess I got to take things in my own hands. And that's, that's where legal came from.
1: And that's where the name comes from, from Smuggling like it.
3: Smuggling it for so many years. Yeah. Um. How
1: many years was it, was that yeah. going on?
3: Well, I guess we're now a company for just about 11 years. So it's been, it's been a few years that he was doing that for. Wow. Um, it's still a dangerous border. When I started with the company a couple of years ago, we, um, we had a shipment stolen from us in that same border and it was legal for, for us to go across the border at that time. So, um, you know, it's, it's a dangerous border to cross from Guatemala to Mexico or Mexico to Guatemala. Yeah. Um,
1: was, is there like, is that kind of like uh, a common thing that happens? Like uh, with, with, I, like, mean, I mean, there's like, a lot of just
3: that you, think- <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I've never done it, so <laughs> thankfully, because I'd be the first one out.
0: <laughs> Ghost.
3: I'd, I'd be the girl running up the stairs instead of the one running out the door.
1: <laughs> That's crazy, man. Uh,
3: yeah. In would you guys like some? Yeah, actually? let's. Yeah, like let's try the,
1: some. Let's drink a little. Good, good idea. Let's we'll, we'll nice go. Crack it open. Um, Ooh. that was that was a very pleasant sound. <laughs> um, I think the first mezcal I ever had was uh something Oh, thank you. Uh something like Monte Alban or like Scorpion mezcal. Oh, yeah, of Whoa. course.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we
1: used to have this uh this tradition like there was uh like every summer in Oklahoma City we would we when we found Scorpion mezcal we cuz uh, for those out there who aren't familiar with it they actually um Instead of having like a worm in the bottom of the bottle, it's an exoskeleton of a scorpion, and uh, somehow we found this uh, switchblade, this like a stiletto switchblade knife that was like it had a green kind of pearlescent handle, but then it had a silver scorpion like inlaid into it. Oh yeah, it was so badass. Yeah. So our our rule was whoever took the last swig of the uh, uh, the bottle because we we're like you can't you can't drink this out of glasses.
2: <laughs> fact, we didn't know
1: what a copita was then either um we're going we're going back like fifteen sixteen seventeen years here um and uh whoever took the last swig had to eat the scorpion off of the blade of the oh, scorpion switchblade. blade yes, so that was a fun tradition a lot of oh. a lot of it was really crunchy, and the a- mezcal was really really smoky and like not. Not uh, you had to have a chaser, like, and the thing that we found out that would make it actually go down smoother was uh, grape soda. <laughs> um, yeah, it was, it was like uh, that was random as fuck. But Oklahoma
2: uh, is okay.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> it's okay. It's alright. Um, but yeah, so this is uh, what you're saying is, of course, the opposite of that. Yeah, it's let's talk about the
2: opposite. difference in quality that we're about to enjoy from this beautiful bottle. Yeah. Talk, yeah. So talk you, us through the tasting.
3: Um, so you go down in Mexico, and you know you you taste a lot of agave that are it, you taste the plant, and that's exactly what we're trying to do here, um, or what we've done here, I, I should say. Um, I don't know. It's I, it's just bright and so smooth. This like, is the Hoven? It's this is the Hoven. This is yeah. going to be the unaged. Um,
2: yeah, it's grassy and yeah. I mean, you know, it's sweetness apple-y. on the backside. side. would you say apple-y?
1: I yeah, some apple? Yeah, I, I
3: always taste like like a bright green apple for some reason. Yeah, it's just like that bright flavors.
1: I definitely get that. I mean, it's not like it's cool because it's got the like you said, like all the agave, but it's not like you know. I I I love smoky mascots. I love smoky scotches, but also I like. Something like, when I'm drinking a scotch, sometimes I like, you know, like a lot of times I like cutty Sark. Something that's really smooth and easy. Delicious uh, juice. You know, or like the something. Punk rock like, of scotch. Yeah. <laughs> like an Akitochen. Something like that's got like a really like nice, smooth quality to it. This is like, it's kind of like going in that direction where it's like, all right, let's, let's leave the smoke behind and just kind of like get after it.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's fresh. It's but, like, it's it's, like about really fresh. it's it's the fresh side of it. I'm pretty pleased that it's not so in my face with, with smoke. In fact, there's not any smoke really on it at all. It tastes kind of like it's weird for me to say this, but I'm I'm cooking at Le French right now, and one of the dishes I'm making has a cucumber gratin. Americans aren't super accustomed to eating cooked cucumbers, but this has a very sort of cucumbery flavor too. Cool. Cooked, like cooked cucumber An apple. Yes. Yeah. Delicious. It is
1: really. It's just
3: spa water.
1: <laughs> if this was spa water, dude, <laughs> I'm going to the wrong fucking spa, right?
3: That's what you take into the spa.
1: So, so how do you apply this, for instance, in cocktails? Like, do you like to go fresh or do you like to go stirred?
3: Um, I mean, I just drink it straight out of the bottle.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, of
3: course. But
1: tough it- girl, you're I the one. You, did you end up with that switchblade? Because I, I haven't found
2: it. In, uh, you got a scorpion tattooed on your arm, though. It's for a different scorpion thing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's true. It's right on different, your arm.
2: <laughs> different scorpion story. Yep. Right, I got lots
1: of show. scorpion stories, as Next it turns show. out. Next show. <laughs>
3: um, I don't know. My, I guess my favorite variation of doing um, a cocktail with this would be a Negroni. Yeah. Um, but instead of Campari, you use Aperol.
1: So it's a little bit it's, less bitter, and you can like really let the, the base spirit shine.
3: Knocks. Mm. Yeah, you just knock them back. Um, I mean, just... You can substitute for most classics because of, of the flavor profile. Um, Palomas are my favorite. Yeah. And I didn't even like grapefruit before. Like, didn't even like grapefruit before this. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's, it's, been, it's been fun playing with this, uh, with, with the Hovind. Um, I've been playing a lot more with the Reposado, too, um, as far as cocktails go. Um, we're one of the few brands that actually age our mezcal. And it, I mean, it dated back forever ago that you know people were aging mezcal because they had to, you know, they went through prohibition too down in Mexico just like we did. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it only made sense to put them in, in barrels and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it's it's been fun playing with the reposado right now too. I wish I brought some. Um,
1: That's okay. We're gonna be at my bar at 5 o'clock and we'll, we uh, have plenty of the reposado there this
3: is true <laughs> and
1: everyone's welcome to come out there um, uh, you know it's, it's I feel kind of foolish asking about like mixing into a cocktail because it is so good on its own I mean like this is I to be honest I, I've never made a cocktail with uh, like at all because like I just always end up it ends up in my glass before it ends up in a mixing glass you know what, <laughs> what I mean gotcha
0: yeah, I mean, that's
2: that's how I am about most things, you know, but we we we've, we've painted ourselves into the corner of making cocktails, so everybody wants to mix things together. Well, but it's, good, this to, it's is, right. good to know. It's delicious as it is. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it talk to us more about it, though. You, you mentioned, like, listeners may not know some of the things about uh, mezcal or even tequila. It takes a long time to grow the plant. It takes a long time to process. This isn't as easy as making a lot of the other distillates that are available,
3: most definitely. Yeah. A lot of
2: like love and hard work that goes into these smaller brands.
3: Yeah, um, so we're we're produced in Oaxaca. So our, you know, it, Oaxaca fights to be either the poorest state or the second poorest state in Mexico, and so these families take eight years to grow their their agave, and it if they don't see like the return back from it, like they've they've wasted their. Eight years of their life yeah. doing this, um we always make sure to take care of of our mescaleros like definitely ahead of time and and hence the quality of their product you know like they you can tell that there's love going into that product and it's not overly overly done or like you know just fast produced um and yeah, i mean we mexico we we just enjoy everything about it, so um we've taken I don't know, we've taken like very good care of our guys. That's
1: good. <laughs> I like how much you talk with your hands. I don't know if I, you can hear that I, on the air, but like uh, those are her bangles bangling around. Uh,
3: I, it's not bangles, it's called jingle jangle.
1: Oh okay. it's it's
3: my jingle jangle.
2: <laughs> okay, let me drop that down in my notebook. Let's talk uh, about something topical like politics. Ooh. Anybody want to talk politics?
3: Wolf, you want to go there?
1: Yeah, what's up with your ad campaign uh, against Donald Trump? My boy. I'm kidding. He's <laughs> <laughs> <that my> <laughs> uh,
3: Yeah, so um, a legal is running a campaign against uh, Donald Trump. Uh, Donald, Edis, un bonojo.
2: What does that mean, Kayla? <laughs>
3: <laughs> what do you mean you don't speak Spanish Southern? <laughs> um, we're... It sounds
2: cuter when you say it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, we're running a campaign against him. It just basically means that uh, he's a giant giant dick. He's a giant asshole. Um, How do
2: people know? What what's the campaign? What is it? Is this just a picture yeah. of Donald and it says Donald is a dickhead on there?
3: Donald that is Spendejo, yeah, with a... Stupid ass photo of him on our on our, on also our known as, we do projections. Also known as
2: a photo of him.
3: <laughs> also yeah. just known yeah. as a portrait of him. Yeah, um, we throw them. Uh, we do projections all over the city. Um, you can find us at Columbus Circle and William, Williamsburg, like all over the city. And uh, you doing? We a, actually doing did it in L.A. We did. as
2: well, or just here?
3: We've done them in L.A. We do them. Actually, we just recently came back from Philly and did one. Um, so we're, we're trying to just kind of spread it across.
1: gorilla style. Yeah. yeah. It's,
3: it's cool. Crack. I mean, during the SNL thing, we totally, our projection almost got arrested just for, for projecting it on the SNL building. It was considered graffiti, um, even though it's a projection, but it's cool. We're just trying to spread the message and, um, you know, he's trying to build that border, <laughs> trying to build that wall. So... <laughs>
1: Yeah. Um, well, and also he's just a fucking dick. I mean you like, know, like he's How just, do people not know that he's
3: It blows my mind. I can't <laughs> even watch interviews anymore because it gives me anxiety.
2: Yeah.
3: Like it it hurts me.
2: He says <laughs> what we're thinking.
3: <laughs> Typical. We,
2: I relate to him. We are the same. He is a billionaire and I am not. That is how we are the same. <laughs> I don't get it. Um Well, that's awesome. I'm glad. So, so yeah, we're
3: trying to spread the word, and and so it
2: just says that, and it says illegal Miss and and,
3: yeah, and um, you know, if you go and buy our shirts online, like it goes to a charity. We don't even see any money from it. We're just trying to spread the word. So, fantastic. It's it's an awesome campaign, and it's an awesome just thing we're doing. I like again. I'm so stoked to be working for this company just because their morals and. Music and booze.
1: <laughs> yeah, they go hand in hand.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, yeah. it. Um, uh, would you like me to go over the process of it? Yeah, or? sure.
2: Let's, let's let the listeners know what's going on. You, you, yeah. Like, okay, es- so, the agave takes eight years to grow. We got a mescalero. Uh, Espadine
3: does, and it's the closest to Blue Weber agave, which they're like cousins. Sure. Um, Espadine agave takes eight years to grow. You know, mescaleros go out and... Chop it all up.
2: Yeah, and these things uh, are huge, by the way. People these don't things know.
3: Things are humongous. It pen. looks like a
2: it looks like a whiskey barrel once the fronds are sort of shaved away.
3: Yeah, a whiskey barrel or right. like a shaved off. A
2: like a giant pineapple.
3: Pineapple, yeah, and um, you know they're they're super fibrous too. Like it it feels like you're touching a fiberglass. Oh wow. Yeah, so like your hands to the touch, it sucks.
1: You, like, like kind of don't even realize that you can get you, some extract out of it.
3: It's You don't, don't want to touch it. <laughs> 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 I don't know how these dudes do it, but they're my heroes. <laughs> uh, gloves
2: again for Christmas?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. Going down there, they don't even have gloves. How do you do it? How I don't know how they do it. Anyway, um, yeah, and then, you know, the whole roasting underneath the ground, which is why we get our flavor, Um our producer was lucky enough to be able to go to school, and he went to school for engineering and did. Um, and, but you're born a mezcalero. You're always born a mezcalero. Sure. Like it's in your blood. Your your father did it. Your grandfather did it. Like you're definitely doing it. Right. And he went to school for engineering, which is rad, and figured out a way for us to produce our mezcal more efficiently and using less wood um he's very green which is great um so we actually instead of the pit um just roasting from the top it's actually roasting from the bottom as well which is why we get more of an even um flavor cooked flavor Mm -hmm. yeah um so it's cool there's like a little ladder you go down and yeah, in this little in this little dirt hole, and uh, you cook from from the bottom as well. Um, we have two horses, No Name and Lucy, who uh, <laughs> who brother uh, <laughs> of Tahona. Um, feel a little bad for No Name. <laughs> Why? He has no name. <laughs>
2: well, you know, I'm sure, there's a story in there somewhere. <laughs>
3: Um, and then open air fermentation.
2: How long, do, how long do these things cook? Um,
3: because they're
2: huge. I have to imagine it takes yeah. a while to cook them.
3: Three to five days. Oh, wow. Um, typical, like, normal time, but, um, it's really cool seeing it because at the very beginning you have these huge pits of dirt on top and as they're cooking, it you can see the yeah. dirt going further and further down and it's, it's really cool and it's just really hot. Like super hot, right? <laughs> I
1: Did, like it. Speaking of super hot, let's take a quick break. Yeah, and, and let's. uh it, Are we gonna do we're, it? We're we're also not ah. going to get too smoky. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> get,
3: we're gonna get smoky.
1: We're gonna we're gonna Very do some smoky. vaping with our our sponsor and
2: yeah. cloud ride cloud ride.
1: Yeah. So let's take a quick break. Uh We'll be right back with Kayla from Illegal and all over New York.
0: Well, she's her own. Music for this commercial break is brought she's to you by teeth people and this one is called "Poetry she's is Dead
2: That's why I like her, I like her alive. And she don't know
1: that
3: she's her own female. She's her own female and she don't know. That's why I like her a lot. I've got a cow to the cafe to play the charming
2: young man.
0: When she told me, tie me up and cuff me to the window
2: You know how I like to rip tight You know I like to ride away so slowly As the ocean patrol be rolling by it go. I'm on the run Got to get in and get
0: out
1: you you Alright, this show is brought to you by Cloud Ride Vapor and we are we have been over the last what has it been? Four weeks? Is this four, four or five? Like, no, this is three. Four. Four. This is four. four. I believe it's four. Um so uh, so we've tasted it through like the pineapple one and the smoky and like this is both so, both me and for for me and southern is our, <laughs> our first, first
2: experience ex- with vaping. Yeah. So we're becoming old pros now, though.
1: Yeah, I'm learning a lot about it, actually. Um, you know, today's show, we're talking about mezcal and how uh, this particular one, Italy oh, like they're not going for the whole smoky thing. Well, that's what's happening with, with, uh, vape, yeah. with the vape. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> so it's it's kind of it's it's really interesting to me because it's uh, some, just as someone in the in the service industry. You know, there's so many people who smoke. Uh, And I I hate to tell that to, you know, any kind of consumer out there. But, you know, it's it's kind of like, it's kind of, I mean, of course, we're washing our hands a billion times a day. But, like, it's kind of weird, you know, thinking about that. But this is, like, a cleaner way of getting your nicotine fix and whatnot. Uh, The Cloud Ride vapor they have all these different different flavors that were created by uh, James Beard Award-winning chef and... uh, Tested by scientists. Tested by scientists. You love that part. I do. Um, my favorite part. Dave Ronald <laughs> probably loves that part, too. Um, this one is... Okay, so we've tasted some different flavors. Uh, different flavors. Uh, this one's uh, a which Mark Twain called the most delicious fruit known to man. I've never really experienced it, but I'm going to do this right now.
2: Give it a go. Yeah, you hit that thing good. I don't know how to do it.
1: <laughs> Here we <you> go.
3: <laughs> oh
1: shit, Dutchy. Oh no uh, took too much. Too much. Uh,
3: Are you supposed to hold it in for that long? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's not weed.
1: I, well, you know, I, I, I've never no, like I'm saying like they didn't send instructions on how to like vape. <laughs> you know, they there were we had to actually look up uh, instructions. This is delicious. It's
3: pretty. It's pretty amazing. So you get Mark it. Twain you, was onto something. When you get
1: it, you get it. That's really delicious. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty cool. I mean, I think it's really great for uh, anyone who's like setting. You know, like they still want to like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you get a got good it. hit. <laughs> this, actually, you know what? This this one's pulling harder than I think any than of the, the rest other of ones, them.
2: Yeah.
3: I feel like my hands are oily now. Yeah,
1: yeah. well, I, that's because I, I it. I, I didn't know how to fill the juice. it. Juice. He spilled oh. the e juice. I'm telling you, oh, this, is like first, this is like our first. It's our first, you know, foray into this. Anyway, so it's pretty cool. This stuff's awesome. Uh, can you get uh, a discount? What is you can this? actually what is if you this? if you want to try it out, you can use the code SPEAK, as in the Speakeasy, to get twenty percent off of their website on cloudridevapor com. Um, I don't know, man. I'm starting to become a fan of this this vape thing.
2: It's kinda it's, cool. I, it's,
3: I like the advertisement for it. I like their logo.
1: Their packaging is really kick ass. Yeah. yeah.
3: Girl, just ride in the cloud.
1: just ride in that cloud, man.
3: <laughs> just, ride. just
1: ride that cloud, man. Uh and like we said before this is like a cocktail kit for your lungs. Um this is <laughs> there's it, it's some different collections of different flavors um I don't know, man we've been having we've been having fun at least trying it out guess, you know. Absolutely. Like, and
2: uh yeah like, you know it's something I probably never would have tried until these guys came and said, "Yeah, try this." Yeah. <laughs> I think it's pretty awesome.
1: Um anyway,
2: check them out cloudredvapor.com.
1: <laughs> And we are back. You're listening to The Speakeasy on heritageradionetwork.org. And we have our good friend Kayla Monta in the studio today. We've been talking about mezcal. We've been drinking mezcal. And yeah, drinking mezcal. We've been doing yep. that. That's for sure. Um, so let's go back to, like, so obviously, like, well, people like Souther, you know, he's extremely into bitters, you know, which is why he has Dream. bar that is very focused on on bitters. Um so is is was Mezcal like one of your like like spirits of choice and which is why you ended up working with this group and like and like where did you like start out like bartending and getting into this whole thing
2: Yeah how does that happen like a lot of times I talk to people who 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 work for a brand and they might not even really love the brand or, or even the, the, the juice. They might not I mean? even been in the industry before yeah, it that's... came as like a sales thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I got this job. I work for a tequila company. I don't really drink tequila or something like that, you know? Yeah. Um, they just take it on as a job, which is fine, too. You know, everybody's got to make some bread. Yeah. Um, But so, yeah, do you have a passion for this? Do you have a love for it? Oh. And where did it come from? How did it start?
3: Not only me being brown and you just naturally loving it. <laughs> but i that's
2: right it's radio you can't see that kayla is, <laughs> kayla is brown
3: i am of brown descent <laughs> um yeah um well um i started out like club dive bars um was totally interested there was this guy named ricky who worked down the street from me back in california and he was making all these like Rad drinks, and I would come visit him before shifts. <laughs>
2: before shifts, so the bracer—you got to brace
3: yourself yeah. for work. Before shifts, every Wednesday, and he would make rad cocktails. And I'm like, "How do you how do you make this taste that delicious? What do you mean this isn't a Long Island iced tea?" And uh, and he's like, "Well, if you're interested, come come to this glass." And it's kind of like. A USBG, but smaller,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and um, you don't have, you don't have to pay. It was just like a free thing that like every, just the community was trying to build themselves sure. in Orange County, and um, called OCBC, and they it was ran by this guy named um, Jason, as well as Ricky and uh, a few others, and Jason ran this awesome cocktail bar called 320 Main. and he. It's like, yeah, well, I love that you don't know anything about cocktails um, because now I get to train you on <laughs> how we do it. Right. Like, yeah. you have to tear perfect. out any
2: bad wiring. Just wire it from the first
3: place. Totally. Uh-huh. There's no ego. There's nothing involved. There's no like, hey, this is how I do things. This is it was just like, I don't know anything. I'm 20, 21. And um, oh, I was 21 when I started, actually. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. Um, he was he was awesome, and he's still my mentor to this day. And um,
2: so he introduced you to mezcal specifically, or
3: yeah, he did, and um, mezcal specifically. But also, he there was a guy named Gilbert Marquez who used to work for Three Twenty Maine as well. Uh, we became friends. He's our LA Brown ambassador um, and works very closely with our producers. And he came. I was freshly. New to New York, two weeks in, and he's like, Hey, I know you don't have any friends, so you get your ass over here. I'm in New York, and come have some cocktails with me. He's working for Illegal at the time. We go to this loft, which is the Illegal loft, and he was like, here's John Rexter, and here's Herminio Torres, and everyone that works for our team. And um, they took me under the ring two weeks into New York, and... It was, it's been, I mean, they're family, so it's been great.
0: Cool.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, it worked out because their juice is amazing. I love mezcal. And um, I, I, they do a lot with music, too, which is great. Cool. Um, like what? It's called a, uh, our Legal Music Series. And we play all over the city. Um, and mm. in Montauk, we do our Demon's thing. Damon's got a band. Yeah. yeah should we should we do something fuck yeah should we i think we should do something yeah man let's do it <laughs> all right uh done <laughs> um yeah we we hire rad bands across the city and um we do la as well um our hub is Harbor and stone over there and they kill it
2: yeah that's a great bar
3: yeah um and we do yeah montauk for the summer and
1: can we do Montauk?
3: <laughs> uh <season's laughs> need a, over
1: need a roadie. Uh, oh man, <laughs> I've been living in this fucking city for eleven years now, and I've never been to Montauk. Neither man. Neither. With you. Neither, bro. Come we got this. Like I always say, man, New York City's not a vacation town. You come here and you work your ass off. You hustle. Yeah. yeah. And like you know, sometimes you, I, I you know, I, I, I can get as far as Rockaway. <laughs> but <any laughs> I've, been, I've been that. to
2: Rockaway. I've never been to Montauk. What do you do out what there? What do you I even do what? out
1: there? I don't know, but I hear all I the stories and I see all the Instagrams. I hear stories that don't really sound like stories. I hear like, yeah, hey, went to Montauk, right on. Yeah. It's like, what'd you do out there? I'm, ah, we just did Montauk, God, man. You know,
2: yeah. Exactly. We did Montauk. We What's did Montauk. Um, what does that even mean, man?
3: Um two what? years into New York and I've been to Montauk way more than <laughs> Oh my
1: gosh. Well, we got to get this set up.
3: Yeah, we got it. We do get
1: the band back together, man. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, your brother's coming to town tonight, right? He is actually. There you huh? go. Wait, set it up.
1: Really? Yeah, yeah. We're playing this weekend upstate. It's at a wedding though, so we can't like really invite anyone. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> but we can invite people to Great Army tonight. Oh uh, uh, yeah. We are going to be there in about an hour and a half, uh, five to seven. We'll just be hanging out, drinking illegal mezcal with Kayla and. Yeah. Uh, Unfortunately,
2: Sutter so has to run off to back to Le French Diner, which, which means the French, the French Diner French in French. In French, that's right. Uh. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to be there tonight from six o'clock until eleven or twelve. If there's a crowd, we'll stay. But eleven o'clock is typically when we close. And uh, I, I'm coming, I'll be there. Yeah, I'm
3: coming at ten forty-five.
2: Do it. I don't. Mind. <laughs> I absolutely don't mind me coming back. Um, we didn't get out of there last night until two thirty in the morning, so I don't care. Let's do it. I'm there to do it. So let's do it. All right, well, um, let's go I'll, there at 1030. I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, I would, and we're, totally. doing, we're doing midnight on the weekends, too. But uh, I will be there for the next two weeks. If you have a, a a chance, come have some French food with me. Go go have drinks with Kayla and David first. And then yeah. come, come back to the city and have some French fare.
1: Yeah. We'll be at Grand Army tonight from 5 to 7.
3: Yeah.
1: Drinking mezcal and eating oysters. Yeah. And yeah.
3: That's exactly what I was about to say. I'm like, I'm having mezcal my and I oysters. oysters. Yeah,
2: mezcal and oysters is a great
1: pairing. It's, it's a great
2: pairing, man. It's true. Especially something like this, this very light style. This is yeah. delicious. It's fucking perfect, um, man. I, I'm really drinking more of it than I should have, knowing that i got to go back and grab, <laughs> a, cool, grab a knife Get, and stand a... next to fire. Yeah, it's <laughs> fine.
1: And I just want to say, uh, first of all, thank you, Kayla, for coming on the show today. Um, and Thanks, please join us next yeah. week. For on episode 200. 200 of the Speakeasy. It's been six fucking years.
2: 200 episodes.
1: Where our guest will be Andrew Knowlton of Bon Appetit, uh, and we're going to have a party in the backyard. We'll be hanging around here at Roberta's from four to eight, drinking some Brooklyn gin and tonics, and just celebrating, rem- remembering 200. how many times Giuseppe Gonzalez said "fuck" the first time he's on the show.
2: <laughs> um, that fucking guy. That fucking guy. Oh,
1: but fucking anyway, guy. That, yeah, that's it. and I want I do want to say thank you to everyone who's been on the show, like yourself, Kayla, uh, mm-hmm. and all the listeners out there. It's been a pretty wild ride, and can't wait to have many more of these shows. And uh, yeah, thanks, Kayla. Thanks for being here.
3: Cheers. Awesome. Both of you. Hey. Thanks. Cheers. Hey. Cheers,
1: Until next week, this is The Speakeasy. I'm Damon Bolte. My name is Souther Teague. And this
0: is Kayla. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Gina, we'll see
1: you next week. Cheers.
0: Cheers. So you don't so shun the devil it's with your rock, rock yeah. and roll load. No,
2: Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.